0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We are your hosts today, Sydney Day. Schrody Schrodinger, a.k.a. Aaron Smith. This one is called the Enneagram. Non. Experts. Yes. We would love to say a quick thank you to our sponsors today. Our zero sponsors that we have. We have zero sponsors. Yes. This is a thank you in advance for all of you who will be signing up to sponsor us yes. after Send today. a check. Lots of money. Venmo. We accept anything. Cash app. Anyway, um, moving past
1: that. Let's get down to business. To defeat the The Huns. Huns. Oh my gosh, we should start a Disney band. Yeah. Where we just sing Disney songs. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But we don't know all the words, so it's like not that good. But it's great.
0: But that's what makes it great because then people can
1: feel superior because they know all the words and they're like, oh, those idiots don't do, know the do words. Do people really know words to the songs?
0: I mean, some people do.
1: I yeah. have listened to a song a million times and I still can't remember the words. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty bad. Yeah, I am really bad. It's <laughs> Not crazy, my memory. <laughs> it's just filled with, you know, memories from when I was four, but I can't remember things in the week.
0: I know. I know. But like. You know, you always want what you can't have. Because I'm the opposite. I don't remember shit from my childhood, but mm-hmm. I can remember the most random facts about the Enneagram or lyrics That's to true, songs. You can. Yeah, and I'm like, well, the all the lyrics to Thrift Shop by Macklemore is not really helping me out in life. So, <laughs>
1: know. you know, hey, you know, you're singing great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, welcome to today's a podcast, everybody. Yes, my name is
1: Sydney, and I'm an Enneagram non-expert. And my name is Aaron. Are you an Enneagram non-expert? <laughs> on occasion. I, I like oh. to dabble. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like, you know, on Sundays. Just Sundays. That's it. <laughs>
0: if you didn't know, that's when we get together to
1: record. Yes. Um, and we are the Enneagram non-experts. Emphasis on the non. Non. I love non-bread. Yeah, don't take anything we say too
0: seriously. Um, Ever. You know what? There's a podcast I've been listening to that I'm just gonna like shout out here. They didn't ask me to. This is not an actual promotion, but I really like them. They're called it. The podcast is called "Do You Know You?" I do not. Yeah, and that's the premise: is
1: they know you better than you know yourself. I don't even know you. Um, How much do we really know about each other? Wow, that's deep. Um. I, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> I'm actually a secret agent, <laughs> so you really... I actually have a family in another state. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do ya? Do ya
0: now? Well, you're not a very good secret agent if you just told me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and all of, right. all of the you podcast listeners. Um, anyway, yeah, go listen to um, Do You Know You? Because they actually are Enneagram experts. Yes. Um, and they have a lot of valuable information to share if what we're saying makes no sense, which is likely.
1: Then they can yeah. teach you what is the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. We just take what we say with a grain of salt. Is that the same? Yeah. Ugh, wow.
0: I think last That's time you said sand. a grain of
1: sand. <laughs> okay. Well, sand, salt. I feel like they're the same size. Yes.
0: Yes. But you don't eat sand. Well, Unless you do. Speak
1: for yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, we have a very, very exciting episode. Yeah. Um, You might hear Sydney and I fight. Just know that the friendship is ending. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to witness it here. If you think that, you know, because we don't fight very often, but, you know, you're going to see some things and hear some things that we probably won't be able to take back. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, do you want to tell them what our topic is for today yeah i mean they
0: probably know based on the title of the episode uh but uh this is a show that i put off watching for a very long time because of the
1: nudity which is why i started watching that's
0: not why i put it i'm off. just kidding
1: <laughs> i didn't start watching because of the nudity You're like
0: yes i love naked 16 year
1: olds <laughs> oh, okay they're not actually 16 guys okay they're like in their late 20s yeah, they are, they are, they are. Let's just disclaimer that before we, yeah. <laughs> before okay. we go I'm on. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I shouldn't have
0: accused you of that. It's a pretty serious offense. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, let, let me clarify. We are not interested in that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I put it off for a long time because I
1: thought it was like a teeny bopper drama show, which, I mean, it kind of is, but it's pretty good. And I, I remember when I first told you about the show, I was like, I really don't think you're going to like it, but you should watch it because I love it, and mm-hmm. you should support me. And I did and you did. So, you know. Yeah. I'm a that's the first. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding the two sides I <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going into my eight really yeah I know and I'm just like saying how I feel you're being maybe s- I'm healthy is this you're saying how you feel because
0: that's a little hurtful I thought <laughs> you were kidding I'm
1: joking that's what I meant <laughs> alright now that we anyway, cleared I, that up, <laughs> I told you things were getting feisty I didn't know we were
0: gonna fight this early
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes we're talking about euphoria euphoria with our girl Zendaya which a hot take, I I think Sunday is just okay. No further comment. I think I have to go. Sorry, <laughs> my mom's calling me. I really have to go. Um, your mom can wait. Well, she can't. She has she has to remove a meniscus, and Ooh. I have to remove it.
0: Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: What's a meniscus?
0: Yeah, what are you
1: talking about? I think it's there? part of, I think it's like a bone. Is I don't it? know what it is. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. What is a meniscus? Does anyone know? This is what happens when meniscus. I say something crazy. like. A meniscus it, like, is a crescent-shaped fibrocartilaginous anatomical structure that, in contrast to the articular disc, only hmm. partly, I don't know, Okay, so it's like a bone, but it's like a ligament or something. See, she hasn't a, a ligament. Oh, then I have well, three I'm sorry. so
0: sorry, but we're busy podcasting. I so I
1: gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Euphoria. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> so today's episode, we are typing euphoria characters. Yes. Yes. Where do we want to begin? Ooh, okay. Well, I think we should start with my favorite character, who Sydney obviously just hates. What? Cinderella. She's not a <laughs> character, first of all. Okay. Rue. Rue. Sorry, I literally, I just have her name in my yeah. mind. Uh, Rue's your favorite character? No. Okay. I, I was just I was saying that to, you know, <laughs> be a little sassy. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> She's not my favorite character. I don't know who my favorite, they're all very problematic. Yeah. But I think my two favorite characters, and I feel like you would agree with mm-hmm. me, one, one, Two, three, Fez, Fez and, and Lexi. Lexi. Yep, yeah, we read each other's minds. So, do we want to That's start a- with them? That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Let's start it with a good note. Yeah. You know, why don't we're we? gonna get problem more problematic <laughs> as we Honestly. go? Honestly.
0: Okay. So Fez. Fez. Okay.
1: Let's just uh, explain certain at- certain things about Fez before we reveal yeah, his number. I but agree. he is, you know, a, a good drug dealer. <laughs> in the nicest way. He's very... He really cares about people. Like, he doesn't Mm -hmm. want other people to get in trouble. He would rather get in trouble, but he also knows that sometimes you gotta do... Certain things to survive in the world. Yeah. Well, and I want to start by saying, like, he didn't choose to be a drug dealer. The drug (laughs) dealer. The the, the drug (laughs) dealer.
0: There's this quote actually from a different show, Better Call Saul, that's really cool. One of the characters says, I don't know the exact quote, but he says something about, like, there are good criminals and bad criminals just like there's good cops and bad cops Mm. and it's interesting it's like just because you're a criminal doesn't mean you're a bad person Mm -hmm. and i think fez is the perfect example of that it's like he's doing illegal things but like you said like he really he has a good heart like he cares about his loved ones he's trying to protect people he um yeah, he's trying to stay away from, like, the violent and harmful part of drugs, which mm-hmm. you really can't stay away from, as we see later in the show. This, oh, this will be full of spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen yes. all of Euphoria season one and two. Uh, you know, go watch it and then come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's an interesting
1: fella. Mm-hmm. He is very protective over his ashtray. Yes, <laughs> ash. Rip, yeah, Um,
0: and and Rue,
1: Rue. We almost said again.
0: So, uh, my initial thought on Fez was that he's a nine. Me too. But what I think he is, you changed your mind too. Yeah. So what I. I think
1: he is is just based off of what we talked about. I do think he is a six. Yes. Do you think
0: that? Yes. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I thought we were going to fight on this one. I really did, too. Because initially, like and especially based off enneagram like stereotypes, mm-hmm. he does seem like a 9
1: because he's pretty like he's just so he's, chill. Exactly. And sometimes he You know how we've talked about like the um the stereotype of an unhealthy 9 being very sloth. Yeah. Like he's very like Pretty much every episode, he's sitting on the couch smoking drugs. Yes. Yeah, smoking, smoking drugs.
0: <laughs> you you can tell Aaron
1: is not in the drug world at all. He's just drugs. What are you talking about? Drugs. He's, like, smoking weed. <laughs> that's what I meant. Weed is a drug. Yeah, but it's, we got to
0: specify here. Because okay. that's the other thing about Fez. He doesn't really do drugs. He just weed. Like, okay. yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just sells them. Yeah, no, because it's... Yeah, the stereotype, mm-hmm. he very much fits for the nine. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, chill. He doesn't really you know, he's just a little lazy, maybe you could say and whatever, and kind of goes with the flow. But when you look deeper, his, what made me think six was just his fierce protection of Mm -hmm. those he loves and loyalty. And when you get to see him operate in uh, stressful situations, like in season two with the whole thing, um, you know, the cops coming in at the end, them getting caught. What's her name with the big lips living <laughs> with him? and Oh, yeah. He becomes very, very, very like vigilant and he's thinking ahead and he
1: sees, he's perceptive and... Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the the way he had all that anxiety when Rue was there and the drug uh-huh. guy came... Because he was, like, freaking out that something was going to happen to her. Yeah. Because she was there when he was supposed to make an exchange with somebody. And that part of him that really, like, stands up for
0: the people he loves just Mm -hmm. feels so sick to me. Like, when Rue's pounding on the door trying to get Mm -hmm. drugs from him and he's just like, no. Like, he sets that hard
1: hard boundary and he says, no, like, I'm not letting you in. And I feel like a nine might have in that situation sort of given in to the other person. Yeah. Um, but he really stood his ground, and because he's so loyal, he cares mm-hmm. about Ruth so much that he doesn't want to see her die. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And,
0: and anyway, I feel like that's enough. I don't yeah. want to go on no, for I too g- long. I agree, um, I agree.
1: Lexi, I think Lexi. we're going to disagree a little Wait, bit on. Um, let's talk about her character yes. a little bit. Yes. Lexi, I feel like out of all the characters you see is the least problematic. She's sort mm-hmm. of like in the first season she's I you don't really even notice her. She's like a floater. She's mm-hmm. she would take the um she like gave Rue her uh, her pee mm-hmm. so that Rue would pass it. Yeah. Um, you know, which does give off very loyal mm-hmm. vibes. Um Yeah. And she's very perceptive like yeah. there's um you know, she's constantly watching people and writing mm-hmm. it in, in the play and whatnot. And here here's what I thought, uh-huh. um, unless you want to talk more about her character. Yeah, I just
0: want to say, like, her whole story mm-hmm. throughout season one and two, and then, I mean, she tells it at the end, so we finally mm-hmm. get to see her perspective, is that she's always been kind of, like, in the background of all this drama, and she's watching and perceiving and taking it all in, but she's not actually, like, an active participant in mm-hmm. it and maybe doesn't feel like she's part of it. And you get the impression she doesn't want to be part of it, but there yeah. is a part of her, I think, when the play comes out, that she's like, look at me, notice me, like, I'm mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And, and it's all about her, which I love. Yeah, and I matter. And so that's kind of her arc, is she's always just been there in the background going along with things and and whatnot. Until the end, she's like, no, it's my time mm-hmm. to tell you who I am, and here I so am. So here's what I think, and I actually think we might agree You just told me what you thought before this, and... Okay, anyway, did you change your mind since then? No, I didn't. You
1: literally did. Today? Yes. When I was downstairs? When we were downstairs. Here's what I thought, going through the character more, is in the beginning with her loyalty, I thought she was a six, but she's very much a head type, Mm. which makes me think she's a five. Sixes are also head types. Mm. I think she's more of a five.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought... At first, and I changed my mind. Mm. Um, I think she's a nine. Interesting. But the reason why, let me explain. I'm going to explain to the people, too.
1: Because it's okay to be wrong.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I've been, I've been re- like learning more about the Enneagram recently and learning more about the instinctual, or not the instinctual, I'm sorry, the, the, the different centers. So body type, head type, and heart mm-hmm. type. So two, three, four is heart type five, six, seven's head, eight, nine, one is body and how they kind of go through the world. And that's helped me kind of figure out a little bit about people, or at least, I mean, I don't know that I'm right, but <laughs> it helps me inform my thoughts. The thing with Lexi, I think the five makes sense, but I also think it's based a little bit in stereotype of five, which is that like, they're just always watching and she's a writer and she likes to read and so she must be a five because she's just like quiet and reading and the more I thought about her I'm like the nines relationship to their body type is you know the body type is is instinct instinct type like they follow their gut Mm -hmm. but the nines response to their gut feelings is to repress And so we see that happen. And the more I thought about it with Lexi Mm. is we see her do this over and over again. Like when her dad was on drugs or drunk or whatever Mm -hmm. and had to drive them. And Lexi was like, she knew it. This is wrong. This Mm -hmm. is completely wrong. But she repressed it because she felt like she had to. She's like, she had the gut feeling, but that's what nines do. They go like, I, in order for me to be okay, And be loved. I need to pretend this isn't here. And so she said nothing. She got in the car. Mm -hmm. She was scared the whole time, but she did it. She dropped her ice cream. And yeah, and so just, there's a lot of little moments like that Mm -hmm. with her that make me think, you know, I think a five would have said, dad, I'm not getting in the car with you. This is not safe. Um, They're a little more defiant, I think fives can be, because they don't have that need to repress. They don't have that defense mechanism of repressing themselves. Their defense is to learn and gain knowledge. And so instead she'd say, Hey dad, here's all the reasons why this isn't safe. And I'm going to call mom or I'm going to call a cab or do what I know is, is correct and safe. But the nine knows, but isn't going to speak up because in order to feel safe Mm -hmm. and valued, they need to just do what what other people are doing so that's what got me there to nine for her and Mm -hmm. then at the end you know she's doing this her whole life repressing her own needs putting herself aside she pees in a cup for Rue without questioning it because she's like "Uh, I can't rock the boat like Rue's my friend I need to just do this for her and until the end and she's like hey I am here And I've been bottling all this stuff up my whole life, and I can't do it anymore. And now I'm going to let
1: it out. And that's what nines do. Have I convinced you? (laughs) You know, I have to say this. I hate sometimes being wrong, but literally that argument was, I was like, there's no way she can convince me. (laughs) But honestly, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense, especially the examples you used with her, like not wanting to get into the car um, and repressing all that, because she is very much like a, you know, she is a a listener and, and knows so much. But like you said, I I didn't understand that she was repressing it until she let it all out in that last episode. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that was good. Wow, I'm kind of impressed. And honestly, I would not be saying that if I didn't believe it. I would, I would be faking it. Oh, I know. I you, would be like, you're I wrong. I can tell. You're wrong. But I was like, <laughs> you said that and I was like, shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Lexi okay. nine. Okay. I'll give it to you. Yeah. I was like, there's no way she's going to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did and I was like, I can't lie to the people. Like, you know, what you, what you said made a lot of sense. Yeah. We got to inform the people. Okay, but don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. Okay. I'm
0: not. Who's next? Okay. <laughs> that one was my the one I was the most confident in, mm. so I'm glad that you agree. But the rest, I think I don't have a strong mm. <laughs> argument for. But yeah.
1: Let's talk. You can... Who's next? Okay, next. Let's go with... Um, I'm just going to start off with a really hard one. Okay. Just because I, I think we it's going to take... At least myself longer to dissect it, mm-hmm. Maddie. Okay, yeah. Maddie's really hard um, to explain some background for her. She's, um, she's a very uh, bold kind of a sassier type. She yeah. very much says what she feels in the moment. Yeah. And she's not afraid to you know throw somebody on a wall when they <laughs> um, <laughs> cause a scene. Yeah, she's, she's definitely a fighter.
0: And she's got a backbone,
1: that girl. Yeah. But she's all, I was going to say, she's also extremely loyal and is aware of her emotions. Like when Mm -hmm. Cassie's in the bathroom and she's like, I would never do this to you. And Mm -hmm. she's like crying. Like, she's not like cold, hard, you know, stone, cold, hard, (laughs) stone, cold person. (laughs) Like she has deep feelings too. Yeah.
0: And you really see her softer side in the second season. Um, she also, when we see her, like, backstory, I'm trying to remember, but wasn't it all about, like, she just wanted nice things?
1: <laughs> and, well, like, her dad, remember she stayed with Cassie for a long time because her, yeah. her, 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 did her parents split or her?
0: I think she just didn't like her mom. Though they, they were, were
1: married, but they were not happy. Yeah, and and she would come um, to Cassie's room and cry. Yeah, And stay in, like, a safe place yes
0: but as a kid she always like she wanted nice things she Mm -hmm. wanted to look nice and she decided she wanted didn't she decide she wanted to like marry someone rich so she could just have stuff and so my first thought with her was that she was a three Three. just because of all of that Mm -hmm. backstory um which I, I can still see. I think threes can be very strong-willed yeah, and have a backbone. And then they also mm-hmm. care about their image. And, you know, maybe sometimes, not all threes, but they can care about having expensive things and looking yeah. nice. And because they care about the perception of others.
1: And mm-hmm. when you have nice stuff, you're perceived a certain way. So um, there was a time where I, you know, I I... It's hard for me to type her, but there was a time where I thought she could be an eight yeah. just because she might have not, she wanted to take control of what, of her life yeah. and maybe what she couldn't have. um, And also, I mean, the, just the stereotypes of the eight, like she is very bold and mm-hmm. very direct and I feel like out of the group of them, she's the leader. Yeah. Like they kind of go where she, you know, wants to go, but not in like a, we're going here and that's it type yeah. of way, like. She's like...
0: I agree. I think I come... I think she's an eight, like, once I mm. thought about it more.
1: Did and we agree again? Yeah.
0: But it's exactly what you said. It's like her, her... She wants those nice things not mm-hmm. because... Like, it all comes back to motivation. Not because she needs mm-hmm. to look nice or be perceived a certain way, but because... The Control, she yeah. wants to take control of her own life and mm-hmm. feel like she's in control. So, if she can do that, if she can get there,
1: yeah, she's
0: done what she wanted. And so, I agree. And the eight back to the like, um, the different centers that's a gut type. And I feel like she embodies a gut type so well. Mm-hmm. Like, she just it's she doesn't like stew on things and reflect so much as she just acts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, this is what I feel, and my gut is telling me to do. And I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know, and it's not about image and it's not about fear. Like, head types are really, mm-hmm. they're fearful types. Like, they're always thinking about, like, thinking things through and afraid. And it's not that for her.
1: Yeah. Even when Nate was like choking her, even though that was yeah. extremely unhealthy and wrong, she wasn't scared about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, oh, I know was, it's a situation, but-, <laughs> but like, she doesn't seem. Afraid of anything. I feel like she also could... She puts on a front sometimes. But I also feel like she... In situations I'm really like, dang, is she really just not afraid of that?
0: Yeah. I do want to clarify, though. Eights can still be afraid of things. Yeah. But I do think, like... If we were to compare it to three, like, I think a three in that situation, mm-hmm. if Nate was, like, doing that to them, they would be trying to prove, like, no, I promise, like, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. you don't do this to me because I'm great yeah. and I'm awesome. And why would you do this to such an awesome... Like, they would be trying mm-hmm. to talk themselves out of it, whereas she's just strong in her... Who she is. She's not mm-hmm. going to try to beg. She's not going to try to stop him. She's just like, hey, like, this is this is who mm-hmm. I am. You know? I Yeah.
1: I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. Well, that was actually easier than I thought. Yeah, I agree. All right. How about Cassie? Cassie. Okay, let's let's talk about her. Mm -hmm. Cassie had a very different situation. So Cassie and Lexi, they're sisters, for people who are just listening for fun. Yeah. And Cassie, going back to the situation with the car, she was like, come on, Lexi. Like, let's just go. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just... Because she wants the love from her dad so mm-hmm. bad, and she wants the love from Nate so bad. She's mm-hmm. willing to change Yeah, and sort of uh, change herself for another person, which I never thought about this, because in the beginning, I thought she could be, um, I guess, I, I thought she was a two. What do you think now? I think she's a two. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean now. Okay, yeah, I agree. But in the beginning, I think I thought she was more like, I don't know what I thought, to be honest. Like, I got a lot of numbers in my head.
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't show really that part of her as much at the beginning. Mm-hmm. She was more shown as, like, this, like, Miss Perfect. Yeah. Like, I was kind of leaning towards one, probably, at the beginning. Mm. Just, like, she was, like, a she was like nice an skater, and she was, yeah. like, the nice girl, and she was, like just didn't do anything wrong it seemed mm-hmm. like and, and and then you get to know her better and she's like incredibly complex mm-hmm. and emotional
1: and really 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 cares what and people hates think Being rejected that's yes. like why she feels the need to be perfect because she yeah. doesn't want Nate to reject her like there's this great bathroom scene where she wakes up at the crack of dawn every day mm-hmm. and it shows like a montage of the days and she, like, does that weird rolly thing on your face. I yeah. think it, like, gets rid of wrinkles or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know. And, like, a huge makeup routine, a huge, like, fashion statement, mm-hmm. and then tries to get his attention every day, every yeah. day. And it, you can tell that the rejection is just completely draining her. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all for him. Like mm-hmm. she's doing
0: it for him. I would think this is such a I'm getting too complex here, but like I feel like she'd be a sexual type too, which for those who don't know, like each type is a has different instinct. You're either sexual, social, or um, self pres and they all stack and mm-hmm. um, I say sexual just because they're very interested in like... They tune into like one relationship and they Mm. kind of form themselves on that. But we can see her two-ness spread still because she cares what Maddie thinks of her. She Mm -hmm. like She doesn't want to... She wants everybody to love her, which is why she keeps it a secret. Because if she lets it out that she's dating Nate, then people won't Mm -hmm. accept her. They're going to reject her. They're going to hate her. And she cannot let that happen and so she's like i would say very unhealthy too is like she's keeping all these secrets for the mm-hmm. sake of making people love her and then that moment when rue is in the house oh that's funny having her break down or she's no she's um detoxing yeah. or something and um cassie just is like hey rue And she puts on this, like, just such a nice face. And she's like, you just got to take it one day at a time. And it's just like, that is the epitome of an unhealthy too. Mm -hmm. Is like, whoa, like sure that you're, you're trying to be nice and you're putting
1: on this facade of you're the nice person, you're the helper, Mm -hmm. but you are not actually helping in that moment. And also the fact that she's so non-confrontational because even Mm -hmm. after Maddie found out, she didn't want to talk to Maddie at all about it yeah she knew what she was doing wrong mm-hmm. but she locked herself in the bathroom mm-hmm. just so she couldn't confront maddie about yeah the situation I th- i'd say she's a two-wing one
0: because mm-hmm. i think that perfection is still in there mm-hmm. and she needs to be seen as perfect and correct and good and yeah. right but it's disguised under this the two of it's
1: all for love yeah Dang, I can't believe we got another one the same. I know. I think it's the last time we talked, you know, I think talking about the characters, like, doing the synopsis before helped. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that I can't remember shit. I know. Like, I really don't even remember what I I had told you. I just yeah. think I was like, you know, the stereotype, like, yeah, this is this, you know, but True. going over it, like, I don't know, it makes so much more sense why... It, these characters are those types. Uh huh. I'm like, why did I even? Why would? How could I have thought of anything else? I like, know. This is the only type. That's all the time. Anyway, so who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? Um, Jules and Rue. Yeah.
0: And Nate. We haven't talked we about. Can do, do Nate for last. And Cat. Do we even care
1: about Cat anymore? I uh, know. <laughs> I think she's a four. We'll just throw it out there. Okay. I agree. I don't even care. I don't even know. <laughs> okay. All I know is she is. Has...
0: Yeah. Well, all right. All right. Um, so do we want to do Rue and Jules next? Yeah. Let's do Rue. Rue. She's a hard one. I. She was really hard for me to figure out because you have to remove... You know, she's a drug addict, and Mm -hmm. she has a bunch of mental health issues, and so you have to remove that Mm -hmm. in order to get to, like, who she actually
1: is beneath all of that, and it's really hard to do that, because her whole arc is about the drugs and the mental health, and so... Well, and it's also hard to remember. I mean, there's some scenes I want to reflect back on, Mm -hmm. and if you remember those in the play, where you see what she was Mm. before all those, but it was... Um, you know more about you know Lexi's head of the situation than yeah. her own so you can't really you know go back to what Rue's actual motivations were yeah but um,
0: I think like to give a little background on her um, Rue's like our, our main character essentially and her mm-hmm. whole story is like from the time she was very young she kind of had some mental health struggles she had bipolar depression mm-hmm. um, all this just a bunch of stuff. I don't even remember. And she was medicated at a really young age, which, again, makes it hard to type her because who is she underneath all that? But yeah. um, And then her dad died when she was a teenager. Which I think really triggered her drug problem. Yes. And so then she got very addicted. And, and used
1: his drugs.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's her whole, her whole story. But beyond that, who she is as a person, I'd say she she does rely on relationships with people uh-huh. she really really cares about the people in her life like
1: jewels but mm-hmm. it's also hard cuz with the drugs like mm-hmm. she used jewels as her uh is it um cr- crutch Yeah, a punch <laughs> um whereas it was like when she when jewels left she just blamed everything on mm-hmm. ju- like her getting back into drugs on jewels everything know. was put on jewels not that Jules is perfect cuz she's very Mm-hmm. There We'll get into her. Yeah. But it's hard, and I, I'm just going to say what I f- thought she was originally mm-hmm. based on the stereotype mm-hmm. of the four. Oh, okay. Only because, you know, uh, I think in her eyes, maybe she seems misunderstood Yeah. in the sense that, you know, a lot of people just see her as this drug addict, and I think she, uh, I don't know, there's... a a deeper I don't know her motivation so I can't go into it but that was my original thought was that she was a four I
0: could see four I thought that too for a second I where I landed was six Mm. but the reason being and the thing is it's so hard to know again with the drugs and everything but the reason being is I do think if you look at like her motivation It seems to be she needs that sense of security and safety. Mm -hmm. And when her dad died, it was like an abandonment. And she seeked out security in other things. And that's what it seemed like to me. It was like where can I feel safe? I feel safe when I'm doing drugs because I don't have to deal with these hard emotions. I mm-hmm. can get away. I can find safety there. And then I can find safety in, in jewels and yeah. I can, and I kind of saw it like that. That makes a lot of sense. But I feel like you can stretch that with like any type with her because it's just really hard. But I, I another reason I thought six was cause she's very protective. And like when you yeah. see her with her younger sister, that's some of her truest moments mm-hmm. when her sister, like, starts smoking weed and she's oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, no. Like,
1: I can't let you do what I did because I know how terrible that is. Yeah. And, Well, you and know. also she kind of has a good perception of uh, if it's a safe versus not, at least. Because yeah. I remember... Uh, and I really, sometimes I just think that I don't see things when everyone else. But when she's in that house <laughs> with the woman who's been giving her all these drugs, mm-hmm. and she's in the bed, and she wakes up, and she's like, I am not safe. Yeah, I am not safe. I need to climb out the window. Uh-huh. But we don't see the parts that maybe mm-hmm. were. And I was like, wow, this woman's so nice. She's giving her a bath. <laughs> she's giving. Turns out oh, she she's has like a sex some trafficker. sex trafficking. <laughs> but... You know, I never got that because, you know, I don't understand. But, um, like, in that moment, I could definitely see a six where she's like, this is not a safe place. I need to find security. And she just runs with that limp.
0: Yeah. Um, That's the thing. And and also, she does this, like, sixes have two kind of ways of reacting to the need for safety and security when it mm -hmm. comes to other people. And it's either, like extreme loyalty Mm -hmm. or it's like shutting people out and seeing like, well, if you care, you can come to me. And this like push pull kind of thing. And I think she does that with people like Mm -hmm. she's fiercely loyal when things are going well. But if you give her any sign that you are not, you know, Mm -hmm. um, there for her, she's kind of like a wall and she won't let you in and she doesn't tell you anything. That's what she did to Jules Mm -hmm. after Jules left and then she felt abandoned. Of course, she went back to drugs. But then, when they started dating after Jules came back, Rue was a closed book. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I'm not letting you in again yeah. because you're gonna hurt me. You're gonna judge me. You're gonna, you yeah. know." And it was
1: no, that sort I of definitely relationship. agree. Yeah, she's fleeing. She flees a lot too. Yeah, she like does fleeing for safety.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do we want to do Jules then? Yes. Jules.
1: So tell us about Jules. Well, Jules. I liked her in the beginning. So how do I explain Jules? Jules, Jules, Jules. I think she is interesting because it start. The show starts out with her meeting this older guy mm-hmm. in a hotel room, and she very much um, in the beginning fills herself. Well, maybe that's not the that right one. <laughs> with <laughs> sorry she does really literally bad well you know this is more, pg-13 it's
0: not, we're, not we're we're explicit. going there
1: yeah um she <laughs> but is in a lot of relationships where like mm-hmm. i remember um rue was asking her how many partners she's had or how mm-hmm. many times she's you know done the deed and she like i don't think she gave a number. Or or, yeah. or she whispered the number to Elliot. That's and Elliot right. It was like, dang, you have a sex problem or something like yeah. that. Well, she is hypersexual. Like, so yeah. I think it also has to do with she's trying to fulfill this need that maybe she's never gotten or fulfill mm-hmm. some type of thing. She's also very... Um, Seems to be very chaotic. Yeah. Like on the whim. She like went on that train and just Uh left for a while, Uh, given it was a ruse idea. Yeah.
0: But she actually followed through yeah. and did it. And, yeah, she's, so there's two
1: types I'm totally torn between for Jules. But do you have anything else to say on, like, her background? Because I yeah, think I, mean, I didn't explain it very well. Maybe
0: we can mention, like, she is trans, and that's part of her struggle. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a kid, she was admitted to, like, a hospital against her will because her parents that. were trying to, like, I think... I don't remember correctly, but I think they're trying to. Were they trying to get rid of her transness?
1: <laughs> like I don't know. I, I don't remember Jules's
0: background, which is why. Okay, I and you. and so I think that maybe the hypersexuality has to do with her trying to figure out herself and mm-hmm. like her identity and her like, who she is and yeah. how she relates to others. And I also think something to say about Jules is she seems to really care what people think about her.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: she's very like. She needs Jules to see her and love her, and she needs Elliot to like her, and she needs, yeah. and it all is in relation to kind of like sex for her, because that's how she understands yeah. love. But
1: um, it's yeah, sorry, it's interesting because I also feel like I totally agree with that, but it's also like she introduced um, Rue to like she, like she wears the clothes she wants to wear at yeah. school and like wears that like. Like, almost, like, uh, eye makeup that's very unique. And yeah. you can tell she's very um, much in fashion and, and in makeup, has her own style and sort yeah. of beats her, her own drum in that way.
0: So, yeah, so I'm torn between four and mm-hmm. seven
1: I was her. just
0: going to say the exact same thing. Yeah,
1: like, I can make a strong argument for both of those. Yeah, but well, I'm- let's, like, the four is the individualist, you know, and they're, you know, want to be seen as, you know, unique and different. Um, And and I I think externally, she puts on that, but Mm -hmm. I don't know about internally because of How she is with her relationships.
0: And that's what it is, is it's, like, you have to figure out why, because I think the fours and sevens can look similar on the outside, and that, like, Mm -hmm. sevens are also going to beat to their own drum. Yeah. They're not really, like, going with the crowd. They don't care. They're going to do what makes them feel good Mm -hmm. and feel confident and... um, they're avoiding bad feelings, which maybe hypersexuality mm-hmm. helps you avoid dealing with your actual yeah, feelings. Even and if it means going to a
1: motel room yeah, with like
0: a 50-year-old man. Right. And so I totally can see the seven, but we don't know her motivation because mm-hmm. also if her motivation is to understand herself and have an identity and figure yeah. out her identity, like maybe that's part of this hypersexuality too, is like, she's trans, she's trying to figure out her femininity and figure out who she is in relation to other people and how to, you know, distinguish herself. And I don't know, the more we talk, the more I'm leaning towards seven, but Mm -hmm. it's hard because she, she also has such a, this need for attention Mm -hmm. for being who she is. And I think she's very like, likes that She's a little different and uses Mm -hmm. that. And so I don't know. It's really, really hard. Like I, I see her kind of as a heart type, but a lot of her behavior is just like scream type seven. I don't think she talks about her emotions very much. Mm -hmm. I think she wants to avoid things that don't feel good. Like she's kind of, what's the next thing that's going to make me feel good? Um, Whether it's sex, whether it's going on a train to visit
1: people, going to the club, getting drunk, you know. No, I agree. I'm leaning towards seven too. The only time that I really didn't like her was when um, she cheated on Rue and then uh, earlier was Mm -hmm. like, are you and Elliot together? Like, yeah, that was very manipulative. Yeah. That's
0: the thing. She also kind of does things on a whim, just like Mm -hmm. based on how she feels in that moment. So very seven-ish. That does feel a little seven ish. Yeah. Mm
1: hmm. But it could be four. Like, it's just, man, I don't know. So, um, Jules, I know you're a character, but tell us who you are. What? Why did you do the things you did? Yeah,
0: why? What's your motivation? I feel like I need to watch her. There's like those extra episodes oh, I that I haven't watched. I've
1: only watched Ruse. I'm not. That's the yeah, only one I haven't watched. There's is Jules. a Jules
0: one. I wonder if we watched that, if it would give us more into, mm. you know.
1: We'll let the people know if we ever watch it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Are seven. We I'm, on... I'm agreeing yeah, with that. Seven feels good. I feel a, hint, a, hu- uh, not a hunch. Not a crutch. A hunch. Yeah. I said a hunch? <laughs> I feel a hutch. Ay, 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 Anyway. Last but not least.
0: Nate. Nate. I feel this one's pretty easy. One, two, three, eight. three. Eight.
1: eight. Yeah. Okay. So do we want to talk a little about him though? Yeah. He has severe... He's a very unhealthy eight. Yeah. So I feel like Maddie is a more healthier eight in the sense that she, um, uh, you see both emotions from her and she's mm-hmm. not like, like Nate is anger issues to the T. Yeah, like, and he's
0: not willing to, he's not aware of his own issues. Like yeah. Maddie is.
1: Maddie self yeah. reflects
0: and, you know, yeah.
1: all of that. But. but this is where we see the difference between a healthy eight and an unhealthy eight. Yeah. Because. Nate, um, let's see, he's, like, the popular guy at school, is very much, um, you know, needs to control every situation. Like, there's Mm -hmm. a scene where he's dressing Cassie up to Mm -hmm. how he wants his perfect woman to be because he wants to control every aspect of her, control who she hangs out with, Mm -hmm. control, um, you know... Everything, and he knows that she would do anything for him, yeah, and
0: he he even says that in his backstory. it's like it's like about how you know Nate always had an idea of who his perfect woman was, and he's going to find her or create her mm-hmm. and make you know make her exactly how he wants, and I want to mention his like upbringing with his dad is like really messed up, and I yeah. think informed a lot of who he is is like you know his dad has this big secret. And he's, he's like, he's actually gay, but he's married to a woman and has mm-hmm. kids and he secretly like records, this is very explicit, explicit warning for sexual stuff. Um, he records himself like having sex with, um, men and trans women and just people who are also on, you know, the queer community Mm -hmm. and he records that and it's like a little secret but in public who he is is he's like a man like that's his facade nate's Mm -hmm. dad and And so he's teaching nate
1: the mayor or something yeah he's like in public office
0: no he just like owns a lot of the city Hmm. i think like he's real estate or something Hmm. but he teaches nate like to be a man and to you know be strong and keep going. And then Nate finds out his dad's secret and his dad, and he has to like, keep this a secret for his dad. And then I think it makes Nate feel like he's lost control because yeah. his life has fallen apart. He's finding out the secret, but he can't tell anyone because then his family will fall apart. And so he feels like he's lost control. And I think because of that situation, he, when he grows up, he learn he has this hyper, like, focused need for control because he didn't have it when he found that out in his family, mm-hmm. and he feels controlled by his dad and powerless, and he yeah. hates that feeling. And so he's, you know, making up for it by being super controlling mm-hmm. <laughs> in the other parts of his life. Anyway, long-winded,
1: but... Yeah, specifically his relationship with women.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I think he feels like that's where, that's the only place he has control. Yeah. But even with other guys, like remember when his friend the guy who was dating Cassie in season one, Calvin. Oh
1: yeah. I forget about him. Yeah. But he's even a character.
0: And in like the first episode of season two, he and Cassie were in a room just talking. And when he came out, Nate was like in his face and was like, Did you did, what were you and Cassie doing? Yeah. Were you having oh, sex? Yeah. And he's like being so like weird. Weird and like in his face and like scaring yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't almost. understand
1: that scene at all.
0: Yeah. But he does that. He scares people into submission because Mm -hmm. he can't stand to not be
1: in control. Yeah. And have things go the way he needs them to go. Yeah, that was even, like, the first scene with him and Jules. Yeah. Like, he just, like, screamed at her and was like, does anyone know this girl? Yeah. And, like, also not knowing is, like, uh, um, not having control. Uh Uh-huh. So he has to know who everyone is, what everyone's, like, thing is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's just, he's nuts. Th- this guy also has mental health issues, so not all eights are like this, but... Oh, um, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. Not to end on a <laughs> on a bad <laughs> character, but... I know, what the heck. We can hmm. end um, on Ethan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I uh, hear, I need a hero, mm-hmm. I think of Shrek 2 and I think of Ethan yeah. dancing. Yeah. Well, and Footloose, but love Ethan. Ethan Danson. Yeah, that was hilarious. I don't even know what type he would be, but I, don't know. I just such wanted a minor to character. talk about him because he's good. Yeah, he's good. Go, Ethan. He was with Kat, who I remember when Kat like, lied to him about something and broke up with yeah. him. Yeah, she
0: was like, I'm sick with a
1: disease and you yeah. don't want to be with me. And he was like, the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Drama. Yeah. Ugh, but I'm so happy that he was the star of the show. I know. And I love that he played the mom. It was so good. (laughs) It was so funny. Lexi's play was my favorite. It was, but I didn't mention this,
0: but like, look, I do love Lexi, don't worry, but
1: what she did with the play was a little bit problematic. I think it was hilarious. Sure, but like, it was pretty mean. Mm, I mean, (laughs) she was just telling it how it is.
0: Yeah, but did she have to show her own sister on the little carousel she didn't say thing it,
1: they had different names oh my god you are like <laughs> look i love lexi but no i just love maude in general yeah 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 name. she's great mm-hmm. all right well that's all folks that is all tune in to another episode <sighs> in the future <laughs> Like what show should we do next? Actually, let's do a poll on Instagram. Ooh, but yeah. if we haven't seen it then too. But bad. also I'm I feel like a lot of people would just put in things we've already done. Yeah, like the well then, are fake fans.
0: Fake fans or
1: lost. No, who's voting for lost? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I just go There's on my person. personal account and I'm like, too lost."
1: <laughs> Again, <laughs> in part 2. I'm like, "You literally made a fake Instagram account. It's yeah. not even your Instagram." I'm like, "Hmm, yeah." Interesting. Yeah, I'm having a great idea. Right oh, zero now. followers.
0: <laughs> 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 followers.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyways, on that note, folks, have a great day. Farewell. Goodbye. Arrivederci.